Hey, this is Phil Yanov, and this episode you may have recognized was once originally in our SoundCloud feed. This is uh, a new version. Well, no, it's exactly the same version, but it's a great episode because we talk about what it takes to get more women in IT, and we actually talk to somebody doing something about it. Listen to this great Tech After Five podcast episode with Pamela Wood-Brown. Hey there, Paranoid here. The following podcast may contain bad words. It probably doesn't, but it might. Don't get me wrong. My dad uses bad words all the time. But you seem like nice people. And my dad tries to use nice words around nice people. If you happen to be a bad person who likes bad words, you might be disappointed in the following podcast. I know I was. Part of our great tech community is the fact that we have the only active Women Who Code network in South Carolina, and as of this past year, um, our Code for Greenville group became officially affiliated with Code for America, so we're the only Code for America group in South Carolina. I ran into an old work acquaintance yesterday, and he told me that in the 20 years since I'd seen him last, he'd become the head of a computer science program in a high school. I thought, what a great thing out there helping, you know, build the IT professionals of tomorrow. But I was curious about something because it was on my mind, and I asked him, what would you say the gender breakdown is in your classes? And he looked, smiled, and he looked at me, and he said, you know what? I have 36 guys and one girl. Yeah, 36 males to one female in his program. I thought, that's really terrible, right? That we're not attracting more women into the field. I think the whole field of computer science would be better if we had more women in it, if there was just more parity in it. So I thought, why don't we find somebody that's doing something about it and see how we can help. That's what this episode's about. Hi, I'm Phil Yanov, host of the Tech After Five podcast. Uh, Where we are is we're talking about uh, how do we get more women involved in IT? A a thing, you know, I've been in this career a long time, so I love the idea that we're going to continue to encourage people. And I think there's been a, a sense that maybe some were discouraged. Maybe it just looks like a bad job to have, and maybe women are smarter than we realized. Uh, but let's have a conversation about that. So uh, I'm here. I'm Phil Yanov, and I've got sitting next to me my friend Scott Pfeiffer, and we are interviewing today Pamela Wood Brown. And uh, then Pamela, listen, if we, if we were, I don't know, maybe in an elevator, and I said, "Well, what is one thing I should know about you?" What would you tell me? Um, <clears throat> well, I I run the uh, I founded the Women Who Code Greenville uh, Network, which is part of the global nonprofit Women Who Code. That's a good thing, That's one right? Thing, yeah. So, so say it proud. I mean, it's okay. I, I mean, I'm listening. You're like, coaching you on your pitch. I was just kind of curious. I think, oh, it's I'm with Pamela Wood Brown, and she's the woman who code in Greenville, and you founded that. It's just hard. I stumble on the say one thing because, <laughs> as my uh, Twitter profile says, I wear many hats, and I'm proud of all of them. So it's hard for me to choose. It's like favorite children or something. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I have a favorite child, but I can't say. <laughs> not going to let that go. No, we're not going to do that. So, um, so let's start with that bit. I mean, you were doing other things. I mean, you were itself involved in technology. That's a part of who Pamela is. Uh, but what made you found Green, uh, women, Greenville Women Who Code? Well, 
I was uh, at the time uh, running the WordPress meetup and working freelance doing um, WordPress web development and training. And I had decided to um, focus on uh, shifting a bit in my own technology skills and, and broadening my own technology skills. So I started getting involved in more aspects of our tech community as I was pursuing that. And I was often the only woman at the tech meetup, or if I was lucky, one other one was there. <laughs> and someone uh, tried to start a women's group and uh, ended up letting it go, uh, just as before really you know, having a meeting or anything. And, and I thought, oh no, this is exactly what we need. And so I, I jumped on and, and um, contacted the um, global organization to find out about becoming a uh, an affiliated group and <clears throat> found there was a application process to become a director and went through the process. When was this? Uh, it's about three years ago now. And uh, we officially launched in October uh, of, you know, three years from this coming October. So yeah. uh, about this time of the I was going through the process. So you, I mean, I saw this first off because you said, look, I wanted to do something different. So I went and founded a group or put together a group <laughs> of other people like-minded, you know, help me push along that way. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's all in the in the description, but you help me. Uh, Women Who Code, how's it different from other groups? I mean, why one more group? What is this group here that's different than everybody else? Well, Women Who Code, um, its primary focus is on mid-career women. And uh, oftentimes there's a lot of focus on uh, getting girls into programming, which is really important, but it's hard to get women, uh, girls excited about careers if they don't see women doing them and enjoying them. So I think it's we're tackling a really important piece, which is uh, part of it is women who are transitioning into tech uh, from another career, but also keeping women in tech, uh, which is is a, one of the big problems because a lot of them are leaving. Yeah, well, I mean. Right. I mean, we hear about that all the time, right? I mean, we both know. And of course, like I said, I've been at this a long time. And I know as I, I would always measure it like when I was in trade shows, right? And you'd go to see a technical, you know, you'd be in an IT focused trade show. And then there'd be a, there were a fair number of women at the beginning. And then it all just sort of dwindled away. And, you know, now we, we feel a resurgence, right? It's not that I see a lot more women who code or a lot of women in IT, but I certainly think that is coming back. But I love this idea of someone saying, Hey, I'm mid-career, and I, I think this is something I'd like to spend more time on, or I'd like to learn how to do, uh, you know. And, you know, we're there's demand out there to meet it, right? I mean, it's not like, oh, I think I'll get trained and there's nothing for me to do. There's plenty of work out there in development. <clears throat> yeah, actually, I mean, I've been getting contacted, uh, particularly recently, um, <clears throat> by companies that have been having a hard time finding enough women to fill their positions and reached out to me because they want to be more successful in filling the positions. I think a lot of the companies I work with, they're f having difficulty finding anyone to fill their positions. And if more women would enter that area of the workforce, it just grows the workforce itself, which seems to be a big need right now. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's a combination of filling the current needs and creating an environment that will promote more girls pursuing it as a career. Okay. So for you, uh, mission for the group, how often do you get together? I mean, if you're trying to introduce someone to it, you don't need to introduce me because, you know, I, I can't come. But <laughs> But 
uh, someone who could, what are you telling them about? Well, you're not technically banned or anything, but, right. <laughs> but, um, but the, uh, we, we, our primary uh, meetups are a monthly hack night. <clears throat> and uh, we've also this year started um, some social activities, um, some brunches. And we're, um, uh, this year we, um, up until this, a few months ago, I was the lone leader for the group, but, uh, this year I've expanded and have two other leaders. Um, so we have a team and one, one of them, um, and I attended the, uh, recent women who code conference in San Francisco, which was an amazing opportunity, a combination of a one day conference, um, that had over 800 women from around the world attending, and then a separate leadership development day uh, that for the women who code directors and leaders. And so two of us went to that, and and uh, it was awesome to hear what some of the other groups have been doing, as well as meeting other groups from around the world that are similar size. We, we have uh, um, a little over 400 in our membership, so got to connect with like the leaders in Brazil, Recife, Brazil, and Vancouver that have similar sized and, and also larger ones and hearing about the successes with, uh, you know, their study groups and the Atlanta, there's a big Atlanta group too, that's been doing study groups. So we're looking at what study groups to start. <clears throat> it just sounds like a great thing. I remember I saw your pictures. I knew that you were out there. Um, were there any things that you got to take away? You said, wow, this is something I, you know, you, add, you talked about adding the study groups. But were there other things that they were doing that caught you by surprise that maybe some other group was up to? Well, I mean, like, particularly, you know, like I said, I was already aware of, of Atlanta doing the study groups, but the in some of the other networks, they're doing uh, the study groups as like a, a one-day one event or, I mean, a, a collective event, uh, more of a where they have um, like a Saturday, everybody gets together and then breaks out into different study groups. So it's, you know more of a of a opportunity to connect with a lot of women and and then break out into um, the separate groups. So it, it sounds like a more fun way to approach it. So I'm looking forward to trying that out this fall. Are there are there technologies that kind of stand out that people are involved in? I, get, I know women who code, but I don't know if that's, you know, WordPress development. I mean, are there specific languages that these groups are interested in or your group is interested in? Well, a lot of, uh, I mean, one of the cool things, uh, having been part of the team that developed the SE Codes pilot uh, program, um, at the time I was looking for uh, part-time programs for women to participate in because there was only the full-time iron yard uh, which you know you basically had to drop everything and you couldn't be doing a job or anything else right. and um, so it was perfectly timed to develop the part-time hybrid approach and so a number of our members um, joined, became students in that program so a lot of them have been studying javascript through that program and then we also have some that are um, using python and and uh, php and um, and we're starting to put more have more interest in like uh, database uh, like sql and right so sc codes is really focused sort of on the other part of that market getting entry entry into the tech for women as opposed to women who code, which is more the mid-level developing mentors and keeping women in the industry? Yeah, I mean, it's like an overlapping because for the ones that are transitioning or wanting to add 
to their skill set. And like some of our women had pro been programmers in the past and wanted to come back. And um, but yeah, so it, it's been a, a, a cross, you know, crossover. Seems like they would work together well. Mm -hmm. So what what is that then? What all, I mean, what are you trying to get done with SC codes? Well, the our intention was to create an um, alternative accessible pathway um, with focusing on the uh, creating a part-time hybrid um, format that uh, busy people can fit into their lives because there's it was you know for me it was a, ma a perfect match for what I was looking for for the women and um, but it, it's also like you know many people who can uh, not just women who can benefit from it it's uh, like you know <clears throat> i always think that so many things that we can do to improve the situation for women is simultaneously improving it for for others so um you know our uh, purpose of the pilot was to reach a more diverse uh audience and it was such a perfect uh situation to partner with the library system and it was sort of an extension of their digital literacy efforts that uh, they they were already working on and um so is that one shot or ongoing the se codes, SC codes. Yeah. it's been it's been a temporary program that's uh been um you know on a year-to-year -year basis so like we're currently, um, the current year ends June 30th, and then the plans for the future are uncertain, or, you know, that's how it's been each year. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was a lot of work. I don't know if I'll do it again. Oh, wait. <laughs> but it's been, you know, one, one of the reasons that it's been great that we chose to use Free Code Camp, the open source curriculum, is that, um, you know, we're, we've been connecting, simultaneously connecting all our students with the uh, global ecosystem of Free Code Camp, which is the whole purpose is to help people pursue a career in an accessible way that, um, uh, you know, the founder uh, talks about how, you know, it's free because he's really committed to people not building up debt as they pursue a career like that. And, um, so we're simultaneously connecting them with that, and Free Code Camp has been growing. They became a nonprofit last year, and they're about to launch a whole new version, which is really cool. And um, and then simultaneously, we're connecting them with our local ecosystem and helping them network with professional developers who've been their mentors and getting them involved in Code for Greenville. Sending them to Tech After Five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Field trip, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Did, did you say field trip or filled trip? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I kind of heard it different, but it could have been right? my inner narcissist. <laughs> um, so where this leads us back. I mean, you've worked on a couple of things. I'm not sure why you've decided to do such a great give back thing that you've worked on personally. But, you know, one of the things we want to do is we want to be, we want there to be more diversity in this, right? We want there to be more diverse ideas in the profession. And you've kind of gone out directly and focused at folks who didn't feel comfortable doing it full time. They needed a part time thing, you know, the, the non debt related. I mean, I, and I, want, I don't want to be 30 grand under to get started, right? That's quite a nut to win back. Uh, so I, I'm kind of curious, you know, you've worked through this a couple of ways now. You know, what's the kind of advice, you know, you talk to women who maybe they're teetering or maybe they're on the edge. They think they would like to do this. I mean, how do we get 
more people involved in the craft that we're in, right? Yeah, I find that, um, I mean, it, it, it can be said of, of, a, of a lot of people, but I think especially women, that they will wait until they think they've mastered something before getting involved, before coming to Women Who Code. And so anytime I get the chance, I encourage women to just come. It doesn't matter if that, you know, sure, our primary focus is mid-career, mid and we want to especially help the women who are in the field already, but, you know, we, we don't, we want the women to show up that are are working on pursuing it or interested in pursuing it and we're happy to help them and mentor them and uh and 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 too often they you know don't they close the door on their own on the their possibilities so yeah so where do we where do we on-ramp those kinds of people right where's a good place for them to get started well, um, I mean, for Women Who Code, you know, the, they just need to go to the Women Who Code website, Women Who Code slash Greenville. Because that's a monthly. Is, I mean, wherever they are. That's well, and, and the global network, they can just, you know, sign up there and they immediately start getting opportunities coming to them in their email. There's a regular newsletter that includes scholarship opportunities, free um, passes, you know, to go to conferences. Um, so that's one of the first things I, I tell all of them to do. And then um, connecting with us online, we have um, Facebook group, our own Slack, of course, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, uh, and we're on meetup.com. That's where most of the women you know, start off connecting with us. But they may hesitate to come in in person. So um, I've actually been thinking about offering some beginner specific um uh you know workshops that would because I, I had the experience with the wordpress group that there would be people who would come like one time and look a bit you know startled about hearing all the lingo and everything and then not come back but then when i would offer a beginner talk boom they were back you know right. it's yeah yeah well, and I get it. I mean, this is a field with a lot of jargon in it anyway, and it tries and it tends to attract people who are technical. And it can be really easy at the beginning to feel a little bit overwhelmed or a little out of place because everybody seems to be in on some joke that you don't <laughs> quite get. Right. But it's just WordPress jokes, you know. Right. That kind of stuff. So that happens. And yeah, we, so there are a lot of folks like that, but we want we want them to find the on-ramp. And I like this, Women Who Code. So that, that ability to get at the beginning for them to be able to, you know, find a community that's both big and small, meaning local as well as really big, if they want it to be really big. Right. And just start getting connected to that and get more people involved in the field. If you were someone who was thinking about going into tech, maybe you've just graduated from college and you didn't, take a technical degree or you're retiring from the state and we're thinking about a new career, is there a particular opportunity or program language that is more accessible to new people or where there's a lot of opportunity right now? Um, well, I mean, free code camp is is a great way for people to get started, like and wherever they are, that they don't, you know, depending, you know, they they don't necessarily have to find a physical group to start with. Although there are many local groups, um, so that would that would be one of the places I, I would I send a, you know a lot of people to to check it out. And in free code camp, I can learn 
Java or Python or SQL or whatever I want? Is that how that works? Uh, Free CoCamp is um, is focused on JavaScript, but which is one of the reasons we chose uh, one of the reasons we chose Free CoCamp was that JavaScript is a great place to start because it is no matter like different pathways that you go down, you you often find that Java there is a piece of JavaScript that that um, developers are using. You know, it's one of the languages that in in their skill set. Right. Well, yeah. No, I, I get that, and I like that idea. But the, the thing is, I can jump on. There are opportunities. Do you, do you guys talk about that? Do, do recruiters end up talking to your group or coming to the events? Or how do people, you know, they've come in, they've picked up some skills, they want to get work. I, I don't think this is a hard thing, but I'm kind of curious as to what you think that path would be. Well, one of the things that we promote with our students um, in SE Codes is getting involved in the other meetups. And like this session, we piloted some advanced tracks for graduates of our first track. And I especially um, emphasized it with those uh, students that are uh, to and, and made it a, requ a requirement to attend some of the, the local meetups because, you know, for various reasons, students tend to discount the importance of of attending them whether it be because they think oh well I'm not ready yet I should I need to be a professional developer to attend the meetups but the community all the different uh, meetups that we have and we have so many in Greenville it's awesome they're all a great opportunity to connect with developers build your network and um, also that is a place where the recruiters show up and and suddenly announce oh there's 10 you know positions in java needing you know java developers right no i think that's good i mean you know, that's obviously a group we want to help at tech after five right i mean we you know we're trying to get to that job seeker component but we know that we have a fair number of job seekers but the good news is we also have a fair number of people who come there and hire right i mean i see this at all our events every month someone comes up to me and says hey man you made a great introduction we're glad to be able to hire somebody out of here uh and that's what we want them to do. I mean, we're they're here to work, and we want to find them the work they're looking for. Yeah, and and I tell both our SE Code students and our Women Who Code members to you know that I'll, if they're that I'll support them when they are ready to go to Tech After Five, and you know it's been great when we have a group of of our Women Who Code members who are at Tech After Five. It kind of helps the you know intimidation factor for those that right. aren't you. Know, yeah, if you're not used to it, but we want to make this easy. That's mm -hmm. our thing. So how can we help you, right? How can Tech After Five help women enter the field? You know, I, I'd like to say that we're, I've done everything I can think of to make this thing friendly, but if I'm wrong, or if there's something else we can be doing, we want to do that. So what does that look like? Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I totally consider Tech After Five uh, to be a supportive, friendly atmosphere. Um, and, you know, I think just the having more numbers of us coming to the event just helps it be more friendly to women. So, you know, any, you know, just helping to support our, our group in general, you know, and help us promote our events is, is just uh, really great. And then as we are growing, we'll have more of us pouring in. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, and that's exactly what we want to have happen. So today we go to Women Who Code, the Greenville one, or whatever city they might be in. I guess there's probably some of these in other cities as well, right? And uh, there's the Free Code Camp, which helps them get connected. Um, SC Codes, how do they get connected to that? If they want to find out about what you're doing next, where do they get to that? SCCodes.org. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, very good. Um, what else should we? What else do we need to tell people? Oh, just that also um, Code for Greenville is is a great uh, place for people who are getting started because not only, you know, oftentimes people think it's just developers, but actually when we're working on projects, we need all kinds of people to contribute, um, it, including marketers and, um, you know, project managers. It's, you know, it takes a variety of people to, um, to produce a, a project and if you're not already familiar with it, you know, Code for Greenville built the trolley app that uh, is really awesome for seeing where the trolley is and hopping on downtown. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a great group of people. I you know I think that uh, you know again we're lucky in this way, but in Greenville I see that there are a lot of developers who come together regularly to make connections and build things. Right, and that's one of the reasons I like about what you're doing. You know, with your women who code, with your hack nights, um, they're getting together and doing something together, right? And that way everybody learns and you build affinity, you build the group up by actually having them do something together. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was one of the things we especially focused on with SE Codes too, was because the free code camp curriculum is focuses heavily on building. So it's really awesome for that. Can you describe briefly what a hack night is like? I mean, is it a networking event like Tech After Five? Or are you guys actually working on the computer doing something? Um, it's a combination of, um, of a networking and open format to encourage women to be working on in, mostly individual projects, but also sometimes we're working on a project as a group. Um, so, but it's, it's to, you know, create a, a friendly space for women who are trying to improve their skills and also connect with other women because uh, just getting together and realizing that you know being able to have com conversations about programming and not being the only woman <laughs> in the conversation is right. just in and of itself an awesome experience right. and what um, kind of projects are they working on you know um, well, I mean, some of them are have been working on the free code camp projects. Um, you know, so there's a significant overlap there. Oh. We also um, uh, worked on a project uh, with uh, the library that was a PHP um, based project, and um, um, you know, we've had women demo um, different uh, projects that they were uh, working on. Um, one was, uh, you know, like using, um, I think it was the icon, Ionic um, mobile development. Yeah. Um, so they can show it up and get feedback from the group. Yeah, this year we've been trying to encourage like lightning talks because sometimes we had like speakers in the past, but then that, you know, takes up uh, the, the hack night period. So um, we've been focusing on lightning talks this year and going because I haven't, I haven't tried to schedule too many events because I want us all to be fully participating in the tech community and going to the other meetups. So, yeah. big part of it for me is seeing more and more women showing up there. Right. Okay. Hamilton Brown, thank you so much for what you do, and we look forward to figuring out how to help you some more. Thanks. It was great talking to you. That's it.